Welcome to the Ask Madden Show. My name's AdRobs, and I am joined by Bernsey. Hey guys, how's it going? And Stevie J. What up, y'all? And we are talking NFL playoffs. Um, I think we have to start with with two funerals. Um, rest in peace, Indianapolis Colts. Frank Reich and your wonderful fisherman's beard. We will um, <laughs> see you next season. Tell me Frank Reich doesn't look like a guy who like tells you like there's a storm coming in like a Red Dead Redemption <laughs> video game. <laughs> I believe it. Uh, he reminds me. He reminds me a lot of that guy. Remember like the the baseball video and the guy with the thumbs down and he's just completely emotionless. He reminds me of a lot of that guy. Yeah, it's just he, he just has like his face didn't look. His face looks so different without a beard, and then he grows <laughs> a beard and he looks like freaking the the fisherman from Moby Dick like like I I don't like I I should know that guy's name I'm sorry that was I think like all of Moby Dick is written in the first person like the fact that I don't know that guy's name pretty much betrays that I've never read the book uh, but yeah uh, Indianapolis Colts um, another team lost last night also um, the Dallas Cowboys uh, yeah <laughs> I mean they um the Rams played really well. The Chiefs played really well. Their offenses kind of showed why they were so good this year. I know everybody was – pretty much everybody was picking the Colts and the Cowboys because I know the Cowboys matched up well and the Colts were, like, playing really well. And, like, their defense was playing well for, like, the past, I don't know, 10 weeks because they awful quarterbacks and Deshaun Watson – but now they face a good quarterback and they gave up 31. So yesterday's game, and we're going to kind of jump between both games, but that we'll start with that one. That game was crazy. Cause like I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, yo, is Andy Reed like way better than any of us thought? And he's just been saddled with bad quarterbacks his whole career. Yep. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, other than McNabb. Yeah. But even like, so Alec like, I love McNabb, like right, like he is deeply valuable to me. But there's this piece where I'm wondering, like, did did Andy elevate McNabb from like good to great, and mm-hmm. like he's Very elevating possible. he's elevating Mahomes from great to like legendary, like you know what I mean? So that's definitely definitely possible i mean mahomes is a talent that doesn't really come around very often and they have kelsey and hill and watkins and like he threw a curveball yesterday like he threw like he was rolling to his right and sidearm whipped it around a dude and hit travis kelsey like yeah he's he's great i'm watching him and i'm like what do the colts even do like they're just I'm on I'm on the Chiefs now. They got their defense looks better since Barry came back and they got their pass rushers. I'm a fan. They were dominant yesterday. They were absolutely like yeah. that game that game never felt close. Like it never like from the first touchdown. If no. the Colts didn't block that punt, like it would have got even more out of hand, even though it was already out of hand. It was nuts. Man, I, I've just never seen a team this good and like Patrick Mahomes just doesn't care. He just like he's like no. oh, okay pl- playoff game on <laughs> I just something that people just I don't understand why people always bring things like this up. They're like oh this team hasn't won a home playoff game since this state. They haven't won on sixty three degree weather 
um with the summer solstice like since this date <laughs> like bro like Patrick Mahomes never been in a playoff game you think he he cares at all about what the 2007 Chiefs did no matters, he doesn't it matters a lot it matters a lot <laughs> it matters it matters a ton he's thinking about it he's like you know what the last time we played the like, Colts in the divisional round Alex Smith lost the game <laughs> so, like if it's the same that's thing taking heavy over me that's taking heavy over <laughs> like it's just the same team like let's say like the toronto raptors from like the last couple years that's literally the same team and i'm like okay they're gonna fold to lebron and they did that's hurtful but like that's now hurtful. they're a new team now they have a new leader they have a new coach and like they're gonna be fine but if it's different players the whole like oh this team hasn't won since 1972 it's like, bro, Patrick Mahomes wasn't born until, like, 95. <laughs> it's true. Nick Nurse looks like he's about to tell me, like, he can't restore my files on my computer. <laughs> Hell of a coach, though. Uber, Uber, yeah, just like an a Uber nerd become a head coach. What a what a great story. It's, it's so true. <laughs> like, I do wonder, like, these, like, super athletes are around. Like, I, I always wonder this with coaches. Like, they're around the best athletes in the world. And some of them, like, look like they look. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're – and, like, most coaches that are great coaches aren't, like, physical specimens. You know what I mean? Like, so I always wonder, like – I don't know. Like, I guess, like, you just earn their respect, but it's always been – it's always been an odd thing to me. Like, you know, these coaches that are, you know, not – don't look like athletes at all. And then – and yet they're, like, these great leaders of men. Yeah. It's definitely funny how uh, how you could look like that and you know be the be the leader. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like Doug Peterson looks like a dad. Like Doug Peterson is like the most dad looking dude in the he world. He's definitely a dad. Yeah, it looks <laughs> like he just rented an RV for you guys to have the best summer ever. Yeah, he's been a dad since like right after high school. Like like he, like <laughs> like way before he had kids. Um, um, no, it's it's so true. Um, uh, so yeah, so that was I mean Colts Chiefs like I don't think most people watch like if you're not a fan of either team you probably tune that bad boy off pretty quick because it never I watch it because I wanted to see I wanted to see what Mahomes did but it, became, it, it became pretty clear that he was going to keep doing it I really don't I really think the Chiefs are going to win it's hard to imagine Sweet. anybody Who beating them it's hard to imagine like, anybody beating them it is yeah I and the the Cowboys and Rams game. Um, there's a lot of speculation about like, oh, are the Rams figured out now because they lost to the Bears and then the Eagles, and it's Mc McVeigh. They called literally a perfect game, and the team responded like they just like I've been joking a lot about how the run doesn't matter because in the grand scheme of things, it really doesn't. But um, they ran over them at like five and a half yards a carry. And like, if you're Harry, just keep going. Yeah, like, they ran for like 250 yards. Yeah, it no, was unbelievable. That was nuts. It just looked like they were just moving them at will. Um, <laughs> it was it, like as I watch it, I'm like, geez, man, they're just like just running downhill through them. Like, what are they like? Again, I was just watching. I'm like, what do the Colts even do? Or I'm sorry, like, what do the what do the Cowboys even do? Like, they're just getting rolled. It was just it was just funny because going into the game, the narrative was the Cowboys are good at stopping the run because they, they just stopped Seattle's top ranked <coughs> attack because Cowboys are good at stopping the run. And they're like, oh, the Rams 
and the runs like it's gonna happen. Zeke or feed Zeke. Zeke's gonna get like 125 yards on like 30 touches. And Gurley is gonna get like 20 carries for like 40 yards. And then this is how the Cowboys win. Literally the opposite happened. It was the exact opposite. Yeah. Bernsey, as a Steelers fan, did you watch CJ Anderson come off the street and get encouraged because you guys will need a running back this offseason? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we need a running back. I think we're good there, thanks. But <laughs> oh, uh, I was very, I was very impressed how uh, reincarnated Jerome Bettis was out on the field on <laughs> field yesterday. That was yeah, really awesome. CJ Anderson looked like he was <laughs> like man was. He was he was he was definitely a pop, he was definitely a Popeyes biscuit away from being a fullback. Like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you love to see it. You love to see a big fat guy running through like, some enormous <laughs> holes and just can't be can't be tackled at all. It takes two, three guys to get him down. Oh, it's just so awesome. <laughs> the Rams' offensive line created the most ridiculous running lanes for them. Like anyone could have ran through those those lanes. It was crazy. Yeah, well, they the had left some side cr- of that. Every time they ran to the left, it was like he was getting at least like five, six yards before he'd even get touched. And they had some yeah. cutback stuff that was just crazy where you'd see the play flow in one way and then he would just like cut back against the grain. You'd be like, oh, he's going to get tackled. And then he would just like go through the line and you're like, how the heck? You know, <laughs> it was it was nuts, man. I, I put on Twitter before the game like the Cowboys are an over pursuing defense. And if like McVay schemed well, um, he will he will draw. He will put misdirection in his offensive scheme. And he did. And they won. I mean, <laughs> the Cowboys, the Sean Lee had no no business being out on that field. They literally picked on him for an entire drive. I don't know what the heck that was, man. Like Leighton Vander Esch has played like as like one of the best linebackers in the league. Yeah, he has. And you guys see T.O. T.O. went off on Jason Garrett on Twitter after that game was over. Yeah, T.O.'s CTE kicked in because he thought J was the head coach when he was there and wade phillips was the head coach so i have to <laughs> has to say seriously uh-oh <laughs> i don't think i realized that that's actually kind of funny um he's been, yeah. hanging, he's been hanging out with Stephen a too much yeah, <laughs> yeah. did you guys catch last I mean, week Garrett was he was there but he was the coordinator it last week Stephen a uh Stephen a forgot that drew Brees was in the playoffs <laughs> Like he did, he did like a top five. First of all, like Stephen A. I'm not like I used to be a Stephen A. Hater, and then I realized like he's just playing a wrestling heel, and then I yeah, just it's like a, it's a character. And then once I realized that, I was like, he's one of the most interesting people I've ever like even known about. Like you realize, like man, what a brilliant man he is. Like he knows he knows sports, but he plays this character that yeah. that almost seems like it doesn't know sports. Yeah, he just he plays that stereotypical like loud black dude that just like gets all excited and whatnot, screaming a or whatever. But like, he's hilarious. He's he's the I see all I I want as many like memeable videos of him just so every situation to where I can using Stephen A. videos and then I'll be I can die happy. Yeah, that one of him, that one of him in the cowboy hat walking through all the states. Yeah, you know, that was just like that was just perfect, right? Like that's mm-hmm. that's a per, that's like a perfect a perfect example of how he's a wrestling heel, a hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he's he's amazing, and he does this. Exactly. He did this top five list where he said like the top five quarterbacks left, and I don't know who the top five were. 
but like one of the one of the other commentators came at him with like what about Dang. drew what about drew Brees? and he goes he goes <laughs> I forgot Drew Brees. I forgot about Drew Brees, and he's laughing. He goes, "The whole point of the list was to leave Nick Foles off." <laughs> like and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. Like he he invented a segment on his show to mess with Eagles fans. Like that's what he was doing. He just wanted to come after Nick Foles. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that moves us into today. The first game, one oh five. Um. First of all. Is anybody having a ruder playoffs than the San Diego Chargers? This team goes 12 and 4. And then they have to travel across the country as a West Coast team to play a one o'clock game against the Ravens. And then they are rewarded by traveling across the country to play a one o'clock game against the New England Patriots, who they have the same freaking record as. <laughs> Actually, I think they have the better record. I think the Patriots are 11 and 5. Yeah, uh, I, well, then, the even stronger point. This team is coming in here, and... Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. It's just because the Chiefs were in their division. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not, like, it's not like they have a home field advantage anyways, I mean. Yeah, yeah, very yeah true. it's true. Did you guys hear what... Am I cutting up? Because it seems like... About, that was little, yeah, you're cutting out a bunch. Oh, crap. Okay. Well, just try to hang with, and then... Um, so, guys, sorry, the delays are my fault. Um, no, but they, did you guys yeah, see that was like the most depressing part about that Rams game? The most depressing part about that Rams game yesterday was, uh, was how like how there's like half Cowboys fans in there, man. Like, yeah, it was embarrassing. Like, I understand Cowboys fans travel, but like, you got to hold your home stadium, bro. Like, yeah, everybody does that to them. Uh, everybody, restriction or something. <laughs> everybody outsells that team. It's nuts. Um, did you guys, did you guys see, I might cut in and out here, but did you guys see what would have happened if the Rams and the Chargers would have had to have host the next round? No. So what would have happened would have been the Chargers would have had to play their game in like what used to be called the StubHub Center, which only holds 30,000 people. (laughs) And, um... (laughs) That would have been like that was what wow, they were contractually what a, what a obligated to do. That was the plan until the Chiefs won. But then, yeah. What a what a great plan. Yeah. Well, you guys can hear each other, so I'll horrible. let you guys talk more. Um, let's move to Patriots Chargers today. What do you guys think? Okay. Um, Patriots Chargers. Uh, I really think that the Chargers are a better team and literally every single aspect but but that man that that man bill belichick i saw him do an interview and he just looked like he got something he just got something up his sleeve and i just uh... it's so hard it's so hard for me to bet on philip rivers and the chargers when they've been like they're so erratic in the playoffs man it makes me really nervous even though like i do agree that they're probably better in almost every position like that's not that. That's not really that crazy of a statement. The thing that worries the most is probably like Bosa and Gordon coming in so much, right? Or Ingram. Yeah, there's yeah, Bosa, and, Bosa and Ingram, and then like 
you, their their cornerback duo is great. Derwin James is already a top five, top five, maybe top three safety in the league right now. Dude is balling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like, he was like the reason why their whole defense worked last week, right? Yeah, they have Keen, they have Keenan Allen, they have Mike Williams, who's showing why he was a first round pick. Mel- Melvin Gordon, like the decaying carcass of Antonio Gates, still gets open sometimes. Like Philip Rivers is playing well this season. Like they. They're, they they re, they remind me of like the twenty eleven Giants honestly with their because their pass rush and like their their old immobile quarterback but can still get it done like their weapons on the outside but I I don't know I the Patriots aren't as talented but Belichick that hasn't stopped them before so I don't know didn't realize Gates yeah, was still playing. A tough call, man. Didn't realize Gates was still yeah, playing yeah, until yeah. last week. It was, it was, it was like, like I heard his name we, and I was we like, him out there. We wheel him out there every week. I saw him doing Rachel Ray last season. I was like, sure, he was retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was retired, and then, uh, and then Hunter Henry got hurt, and then uh, he got signed at the end of training camp. So, pretty sure that was probably like the wink wink agreement the whole time. But we got to sit here and pretend it wasn't. Right? Yeah. So, so uh, what think you hit, about. Like, once you hit your 15, you're not, you're probably like, I'm not doing training camp if you guys want me to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just not happening for me. Definitely. So let's do some picks. The line is uh, Patriots minus four. Um, I have a good connection right now. So I will go. Um, I'm going Chargers. I think Chargers cover it. I'll do Chargers plus four. Yeah, I think yeah. Chargers cover the line too. I'm going to go with I, Yeah, I got to go with Chargers too. I just. When's the, I, I can't remember the last time Brady's actually played a good quarterback in the playoffs. It's been a few years. So I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Their, been, their team is better. It's been one year, Stevie. Yeah, it's, I know. La, I mean last played, year they didn't play a good quarterback in the playoffs. Like they played the greatest quarterback ever in the playoffs. Um <laughs> If we're if we were picking them straight up, I'd definitely go New England though. Like I just have a I I just don't feel great about betting on Philip Rivers against Tom Brady and Bill Belichick and like I know he hasn't looked great all year, but I've I just have a feeling Gronk's got one more like three game stretch in him before he retires. Like where he I don't can just, know, know man. pull it out of the garage or something like that, right? They always Gronk say it looks like he has two hip replacements. Like he's <laughs> They said on they said on Levitard this week and Navi crack it up. It was like you see Gronk lose a lug nut every time he gets tackled. It's <laughs> 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 like that's so freaking good. I heard them right. I heard them say on Bill Seven that I see that they, he could probably he could probably chug a forty faster than he can run a forty these days. I mean facts. Like <laughs> He is. I mean, you can't play like that for as long as he has and still walk at the end of all of it. Like, oh no! But like, that's what I mean. Is... Like, we we all say that now, but that was like fifteen game, fifteen, sixteen game regular season, right? Like, he could just come out today and just be incredible for three games. So, you know, no, but we'll give him yeah. enough cortisone. You know what I mean? He'll be good. <laughs> I understand that, but even if like you had peak peak Gronk, like the dude covering him is designed. To cover Pete Gronk. It's true. Derwin James is Anyways, come to play. Derwin is an amazing football player. It is honestly a crime that that man fell that far in the draft. Like, I'm being dead ass serious. I wish the Giants picked him with the second pick instead of Barkley. Much <laughs> mainly because of Barkley being a running back and not being able to affect the game as much. But give me Derwin James. That man is a beast. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, I mean, good get by them and uh, really interesting to see them use him so effectively. Yeah, dude, I'm excited for this one. I mean, I'll probably like half tune in while I try to occupy myself doing enough chores to earn me the right to sit down for four hours. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's uh, my wife doesn't particularly care about football. So uh, <laughs> I got to got a got a punt on some stuff um no i don't want to make it sound mm-hmm. like my, my wife is wonderful she's not like mean or anything it's just i just try to not be a tool bag so i try like she cares for both of our children yeah. while i watch football i don't so think I he listens to, to, i don't think he listens to the podcast she absolutely does not um okay so so this is a safe space you can you can say this how, is, how, a, safe, how this is a safe space this right. is a safe space you can tell us how she has to be like captive and how you have to work to watch football it's okay you can tell us that it's that's okay. that's just not true though so <laughs> i think she just gets annoyed because she's just kind of like she doesn't like that it affects my mood like she's always like like i have to deal with a crappy version of you because like a football team lost and it's like yeah and i could see that's, why that's, that's what i under that's what i understand I could see why that's really annoying, like, because she has to raise, like, our four-year-old with autism and our and our one-year-old. You know what I mean? So it's, like, um, it's not easy. Like, you know what I mean? And so to lose me for four hours and yeah. not even have me enjoy the activity she lost me to, she's like, well, you know, why are we even doing this? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> um, I feel you. So according to Madden, uh, the Patriots are going to lose to the Chargers, 35 31 and the saints are going to beat the eagles 41 to 19 mm. madden's a really accurate football simulation That's the madden so, um uh, <laughs> madden really accurately helps me see on the game it's, what it's I the see most on accurate Sunday. one on the market <laughs> it, is, it is that i mean low-key i could see both of those oh, scores yeah. happening yeah. but well i mean i guess you want to jump into your beloved Philadelphia Eagles. All right, so so our picks just so I so sorry write these down. Uh are we all Chargers plus 4? Yeah. Okay. Um line on Eagles and you guys might lose me but the the podcast is recording me because you know it's it's recording locally. Um so I am sorry. I'll have better internet next week, but uh the Saints are 8 point favorites at home as of right now according to ESPN. Um, let's talk about yeah. it. the Saints. Here we go. This is. I think that I think the Saints are going to cover. Burns, do you want to go next, and then I'll do my I'll do my impassioned rant. <laughs> sorry, man, you're breaking up a time. Oh, I'm that? sorry. Yeah, I said facts. I said. Do you want to go next? Yeah, it's and... really hard to make out what you're saying. Now. Do you want to go next, and I'll do my impassioned rant then? Yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't feel great. Uh, Eagles going into that dome with the cornerbacks they have. That's mm-hmm. that's really scary to me. Uh, trying to cover those guys with those cornerbacks. So, mm-hmm. I probably think the Saints are going to cover too. Sorry, Edwards. All right. I saw. I watched something about. Um, I was I was talking to Arabs about this before the podcast. I watched something on the the Saints and how the Cowboys like neutralized them. Grant it was in dallas and dallas plays a lot better there and the saints don't play as well on the road but what what um what the saints do really well is they they convert third down like every single time and that's what makes them so good like they're not a offense based around like big plays they're just efficient Mm -hmm. they're so incredibly efficient and 
on third down, they mainly throw to two people. Like they throw to Michael Thomas and Kamara at like a higher rate than any other duo in the league. And in order to stop them, Dallas had Byron Jones, a six one corner who can jump like LeBron. And he's been great this year. I think he's pro football focus has him like as like a top five, top ten corner. And they had him on Thomas, and then they took and they played dime and put um, the dime corner on Camara, and the front four got pressure, and, and like it just neutralized what they wanted to. Do. The Eagles don't have either of those because it's the Cowboys' fourth corner, which is named Jordan Lewis, he'd be the best corner on the Eagles right now. I mean, granted, with the injuries, if they had if, if they had Darby back, he would have been he'd be like the second best corner, but he'd be the best corner on them right now. And they also don't have a Byron Jones to deal with Michael Thomas. So the Eagles have, like, one hope, and that's Fletcher Cox. If he can get through the middle, then, like, they have a shot. But the outside, Saints have two top seven tackles. Like, they're going to they're gonna hold their own. Obviously, Graham and Bennett are going to get theirs, but it's, they're not, I doubt, highly doubt they're going to wreck the game. Yeah, um, so try to hang with me because I know my, my connection's bad. Um, the front four of Timmy Jernick and Fletcher Cox, Michael Bennett, and um, Brandon Graham um, are are able to get pressure, like, on pretty much anybody. I think they can, I think they can hang in with almost anybody. So the formula for the Eagles looks like this. They need a couple things to happen. They need the Saints to sleepwalk in because they need the Saints to have taken off week 16, taken off last or week 17, taken off last week and come into this week a little rusty. Like that's that's number 1 what they need. And they need to get like a 10-0 lead off the jump. Like they need to go up 10 points as quickly as possible. If that happens, they can slug with them, I think, because Nick Foles will throw 50-50 balls. He will give Alshon Jeffrey a chance. He will throw, you know, he'll throw balls that are scary, and that's why he threw two picks last week because he'll just do it. Like, and um, he just, he he just throws it up sometimes, man, and like a lot of times it's not smart, but he'll just throw it up to him. He the Corey he, Clement he touchdown in the Super Bowl was bananas. Like he was he was on a wheel route, and Nick Foles got asked about it after the game, and he was like, "I just thought he'd be open." He wasn't open at all. Like he wasn't like. like <laughs> He was covered on the, like he was bracket covered and Nick Foles just dropped it in the bucket. Like, and there it was like, he's just, there's just something special about good Nick Foles. Now there is a bad Nick Foles that is more consistently appearing. Um, but well, here's, here's the thing, the thing about Nick Foles is like, you haven't seen that great Nick Foles. You saw him twice last year, the Vikings game and the Pats game. Mm-hmm. Every other game he's played, he's been good or okay. Like he's been good lately. Yeah. Like Pro Football Focus, like his two games last year versus the Vikings in the past, he was like ninety plus graded, and now he's like seventy seven every game, and like that's not bad at all. That's a hell of a lot. I would love to have like I would love to have him on the Giants, but seventy seven is not going. That's not going to win versus the Saints. You need him to have one of those ridiculous games yeah you need you need um and and that's kind of my thought is like 
man, the Eagles wanted another shot at the Saints. First of all, it's absolutely ridiculous that Sean Payton is in the media talking about, oh, we didn't run the score up. Dude, you went for it on fourth and seven with 10 minutes left in a game you were winning by 35. Like, I don't care that he ran the score up. These are professional athletes. Run the score up. Go for records. Go for contract incentives. I don't care that you ran the score up, Sean Payton. But don't pretend you didn't. Like, are you kidding? We all watch the game. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, oh, no, that was strategy, and, and we needed to guard against them coming back, and that's a good offense over there. Like, dude, just say, like, yeah, they were in our house, and we wanted to beat the crap out of them. They had injured corners. Like, don't come into our place with that bull crap, and we'll do it again if we get the opportunity. Like, have a good Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's frustrating. Anyway, um, here's my thing. If the Eagles can do everything I just said, if they can go up 10, if they can, if they could slug with them, um, then the reinvigorated play of the offensive line and the reinvigorated play of the defensive line combined with maybe just some Nick Foles magic, they can steal it. If they don't, this team won the Super Bowl, hasn't lost a playoff game in my in my younger daughter's entire life. Um, and she just turned – she'll be one and a half in, in like, a couple months. Uh, so, like, I can't be too mad. But at the same yeah. time, um, I'm all the way hyped up. Like, I'm going into this game saying, yeah, man, why not us? Uh, because I watched last night. I think the Eagles could go to L.A. and beat the Rams. Um, and if they do that, then we're in the Super Bowl against somebody. I don't know who. Probably the Chiefs, which would be an awesome storyline. But let's see what happens, man. Let's let's ride, let's roll. Cravion uh, LeBlanc has played better. Freaking Avante Maddox has played like a stud. He got injured in the beginning of the Saints game. They've simplified their defense to a cover three man match concept that they won't be like looking at each other before every snap like they were six weeks ago, saying like, "Oh, who's got who? Who's got who? Who's got who?" Um, they've simplified the defense insanely. Now that could mean Drew Brees finds windows and exposes the rules, or it could mean that they, they can just attack, which is what they've been doing for five weeks. And, um, which is what they've been doing six weeks, honestly, since the last saints game, they just lost to the Cowboys because the refs cheated. Um, but no, because they got beat. Um, but anyway, I, I don't know. Like, I think there is a, like I said last week, four out of 10, the Eagles win this game. The Eagles beat the Bears. One out of 10, they beat the Saints, but why not today? So, Fair. the Eagles, Eagles are going to cover. They're going to win. They're going to win the Super Bowl. Okay. That, that's my pick. <laughs> Hot takes. <laughs> I'm all the way in. All the way. Yeah, I mean, if... It defies everything that uh, I don't know. It's they're they're gonna have to pull one pull one out of the hat this game. Like Doug Pearson's gonna have to come up with a ridiculous game plan because I I just don't see it. Like the the Saints have an okay defense. Like they're they're good in areas. Um, the way that they deal with opposing receivers is they take Eli Apple. And they put him on the number one and always have a safety over top. And they just put Apple in press man coverage because he's good at that. He's a big, he's like six foot one, lengthy corner. And so they're going to put him on Jeffrey and then have the safety over the top. And then they're going to put Lattimore on two. So they're probably not going to be able to get too many big plays outside. Who have um, the Eagles been playing it to? I'm trying to, because it isn't, it isn't Wallace. It isn't uh freaking 
Is it Aguilar? I don't know. Aguilar is their slot usually. I don't know if they moved him to the outside. They've had Jordan. Ma- I think they've had Jordan Matthews out there or something like that. Is Jordan Matthews really the other receiver? Jeez. Ugh. He might be. He might. Tate out there? Oh no, no 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 no! That's maybe. what they did. Golden Tate's the slot. I forgot about Golden Tate. Jeez. Golden yeah, Tate's yeah, their yeah. slot guy, and they have Aguilar on the the wide receiver too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're and the getting... Saints are also really. The Saints also really good at stopping the run, and the Eagles really haven't been able that well. So they're, it's all going to come down to the passing attack. And the uh, Eagles ran well last week, though. Like that's what's weird. Like freaking Wendell Smallwood all of a sudden got good like last week, and they they didn't run fantastically because it was the Bears, but like they ran. Um, they they did run snaps. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we just, just according to Booger McFarland, like the <laughs> carries is all that matters. The yards are just a bonus, right? You just just keep on carrying it, like just do, just do. Wow. I always say this: just do twenty five. Your first play, twenty five plays or run snaps, you'll win the game. Um, yes, that's it. All you have to do is run the ball. Just keep running the ball like that. You're fine because you win because of commitment to the run, not because of points. Um, oh, absolutely. That's <laughs> duh. Actually, the the Eagles. Uh, I just checked. They, they did not run the ball. <laughs> uh, twenty three, twenty three carries, forty two yards. Ugh, okay, jeez, I felt S- better. Small, than that. Smallwood himself was two and a half yards a carry. <laughs> it felt better than that. I, I don't know. If that's, that's, that was maybe maybe a positive gain in the run was a win versus the Bears. <laughs> I think that's more what it was. It was just like it felt like they weren't getting killed. Like you know what I mean. Like it was. Yeah, jeez, okay. Um, yeah, man. I mean, they're not going to face a better defense today than they did last week. Like, I, and I, and yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're gonna. I think they're gonna score probably score more than sixteen points, but I, I think the Saints are gonna <laughs> score thirty or more. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's and I, and I think what they'll do is I think they'll do some of that over the top stuff that they did against. Uh, remember the def- Stevie J. I'm gonna pull you back for a minute here. Remember, uh, freaking, I forget what year it was. Doug Peterson's first year, every time they played the Giants, Eli, uh, freaking Odell Beckham would have 17,000 receptions for like, for like mm-hmm. 125 yards, but like didn't really blow up. Like he would occasionally catch one underneath and then run for a touchdown, but like he didn't have yeah. any huge chunk plays. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's what Jim Swartz does today. I think he just plays like five yards off and says like, "Hey, don't jump routes." You know what I mean? Like because yeah, I mean if they do that, I fully, <laughs> I fully believe that uh, Drew Brees will just take it. Well, he might, he might, and that's the thing. Like that's where you need, you just need a little bit of luck, like, and you need a little bit of rustiness. Like, yeah, in the in the Bears Rams game, they gave that to Goff, and Goff tried to force it downfield. Yeah. But Drew Brees is also 40 years old and much wiser than Goff, and, like, has seen it all. But there and was I'm pretty a... sure him and... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. I was no, going to say, there was a like... moment recently where, like, he reacted to a blitz. I, I was watching some film on this. He reacted to a blitz by, like, just trying to dump it to Michael Thomas, and he ended up throwing, like, a pick six, and it was, like, a very not veteran quarterback move and so like yeah the hypothesis of the guy breaking down the film was like maybe he's like maybe his best month was november you know what i mean like um but i don't know then there's this other piece where it's like you look at this from the saints perspective like 
this is probably Drew's last real chance, right? I mean, I mean, this is their they are they're the number one seed, and if they if they don't win now, Brady's never gonna get another one because they should. They're th- this is the best chance they're ever gonna have. Like the last time they made the Super Bowl, they were the number one seed, and no one coming in the dome and beat them, and that's how it should be this time. Yeah, man. It'll be interesting. I, I guess for me, it's like this feels like a gravy run because we were kind of gifted it at the end. At the same time, there's this yeah. piece of me now. There's this piece of me now that's like, yo, if we can beat this team, we really could go back to back. Like, like this feels like the last hurdle. Like, even though they would have to play their like, I'm not going into the Rams game concerned. Like, I mean, I, I like, yeah, they could lose to the Rams, but I'm not going into the Rams game feeling like I feel now. Like. Yeah, that's a team they can playing. Beat. Playing the Saints in the dome is pretty pretty rough. I mean, you to look at Burnsy Steelers; they almost pulled it out, but it's still really tough. Like, don't remind me, <laughs> dude. The Steelers is upsetting because that team was so good. They, they like that was a good squad, man. And now I got training. Now I got train Antonio Brown. Get rid of Bell. I mean, they didn't really need Bell. You don't really need premier halfback. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think Connor did it. Connor did a great job until he got hurt, right? So yeah, yeah. Connor did a great job. He's third third round pick. You can find those dudes all day long. Found like Marlon Mack ran great for the Colts because they invested in their offensive line. I mean, C.J. Anderson got carries over Todd Gurley last night. Like yeah, exactly. Like the the running back is not important. <laughs> you look at the the Eagles; they don't have a running back, and they're fine. Yeah, and even last like year the, during the, the run, che- the che- they did it yeah, with the like che- they did it with by committee. They did mm-hmm. uh, freaking the JJ, um Garrett Blunt, uh, and Corey Clement like all got snaps. Yeah, and like the Chiefs, like they haven't really missed a beat since it's been out. Like people are like, oh, not having Kareem Hunt's gonna matter, and like it, it hasn't. Like they're fine. Yeah. I think they, they, Mina Kimes tweeted out this crazy stat about, like, yards before first contact. Um, I, I don't have it right in front of me. Like, the yard – I'm going to pull it up because it was interesting. But it was basically somebody asked her, like, hey, the Seahawks ran hard against this team. Like, why did they lose, basically? And she pulled out yards before first contact. Um, she tweets a ton, so I'm going to have a hard time finding it, of course. Mm-hmm. Um so here it is. Uh, Gurley, 5.7 yards before first contact. Um, Anderson averaged 3.22. Um, Chris Carson averaged 0. 0.23. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about right. Like, the, the Rams offensive line is ridiculously good. Like, I looked at, like, this dude, Samuel Gold. He does film breakdowns. And he's like, why Todd Gurley is not the NFL MVP? This is, like, week 10 or whatever week eight something like that and he broke down like todd Gurley versus like nick chubb saquon barkley and chris carson and like todd Gurley's offensive line gave him like three and a half yards of push every single snap yeah yeah and barkley got like two and i don't want to create it i don't like, want to create a full yard but yeah i don't want to belabor the the barkley point because i know you're not a fan of the pick There is, to me, no argument for Baker Mayfield getting Rookie of the Year. And here's why. The people, the same people who are saying, oh, Eli wasn't good because of the offensive line, are also saying, oh, Todd Gurley, he's good. 
or not Todd Gurley. Oh, Saquon Barkley. He's good. It's the same freaking offensive line. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and Saquon Barkley is turning freaking garbage into gold every time he touches the ball. And I'm not saying like Baker wasn't yeah. good. Baker was very good, but like Saquon Barkley is like a generational player. Like he is, I, yeah. I forget who the two players are, but there are two players who have put up similar rookie numbers. One of them's like Edgar and James. And the other guy is like somebody else like that. Like, in the history of the league. Yeah, yeah he's amazing. Like, I, you have catch me saying bad things about Saquon Barkley as a player. He's really, really amazing. I just... It's a bad pick. The way I'm, look, I'm just I'm just looking at the team now, and, like, if he was the 12th overall pick, I wouldn't be as mad. Yeah. But that's well, still not good. Like... If you, you have the chance to like, be there, you either want to like turn the turn the pick into a bunch of other picks if you're the Giants, or you want to go get your quarterback. Um, yeah. And I guess if you like didn't like any of the quarterback, it's hard to imagine they didn't like any of the quarterbacks though. Like, no, no, no. Here's the thing: our our GM is under this fairy tale assumption that Eli is anything but a bottom third quarterback <laughs> in the league, and he thought that fixing the offensive line. Um, was gonna fix everything, but that's not that's not what happened. I feel like Eli hasn't been good for a while, though. Like he's been in a steady decline since 2012. He was he was he was in 2011. He was really good in 2012, and then he's just been going from good to above average to average to average to below average to below average. To not very good at all. Like when the Eagles play them, I wait for a gift interception. Like it's going to happen. At and some he point gave y'all one of the to Malcolm. Like we, if we just kick the field goal there, like the Eagles aren't in the playoffs. Like exa- yeah. Or if Barkley got more than I don't know three touches the second half was... because that was smart. He only had a million the first half. He really was running all over them. He caught like a screen, ran for sixty yards, and then he ran for fifty yards on the touch. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, just keep feeding, just keep feeding him. But no, never mind. Unbelievable. Oh my gosh. All right. So but, we have our picks. Yeah. Uh, one of us is six and zero in the playoffs so far, um, and I'm not tracking anyone else's record. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I'm. I am. I should have bet money, um, but I didn't. Uh, so. <laughs> Although I did get really lucky on the um, the Seahawks backdoor cover, um, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. You know, like they went for two. The videos coming from that were so funny. Like when people mm-hmm. were watching, it, they were like, "All right, it's three, it's three, we're good, it's three, we're good." <laughs> They're coming for two. <laughs> that one barstool video, that guy just screaming at his TV. <laughs> it was so freaking good. All right, uh, let's wrap, guys. Yeah. I'm sorry for me cutting in and out so much. Um, it probably. It's my fault, podcast audience. Anything else? Hashtag Blade Connection. Anything else we have to cover? No, I'm good. Stevie, you good? I think we're good. All right, guys. We will see you all next week. And uh, thanks for stopping by. Check out our sponsor, playbook.gg. And use our code AskMadden for two free days. There's a blitz in there that stops the toss glitch. Um, so yeah. All right. Peace out.